I'll go home as a beggar and never be your wife. Hi, I'm Mary. And I'm Katie. And this is The Housewife Did It. Pop culture edition. I thought it was so cheerful. Mm. Cheerful edition. Woo! This show is truly brought to you by just some hot piping tea this yeah. week. We've just It got... feels like it really just feels like a little little gossip sesh. Yeah. Because it's all over the place. Yeah. So bear with us, but hopefully it's so fun. So to start, <laughs> super useless. Love is blind after the altar. <laughs> but I was shocked that Paul and Micah were still talking at the mm-hmm. time that it was being filmed. And they were, like, kind of still debating being together. A very kind of weird relationship with Micah and his mom. And, like... His mom that looks just like Micah? Yeah. But, like, I didn't... I don't know that I, like, faulted Micah for it. Like, she seemed, like, appropriately cautious. But the mom is just, like... I don't like this new, I, I bet this new girl's got nothing on you, and, like, I, Paul needs to be with you, and I'm like, girlfriend, like, you gotta, you gotta have better boundaries, Mike. You know who she would be really good friends with? Who? Peter Weber's mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No boundary moms. Mm-mm. So, though, at the end, Micah comes to her senses and tells Paul that she doesn't think they should stay in contact. Now, this is mostly because she hears he's seeing someone. I kind Mm -hmm. of wish this was, like, a boundary she had realized before that. um, From this man Mm -hmm. who said, like, she would not make a good mother. Yeah. I always, other than saying that, I always got kind of, like, a people-pleasy vibe from Paul. In the sense that, like, he seems very... um, like submissive or like timid yeah in a way that like i don't think he likes confrontation and i don't think he would want to just like completely cut ties with micah yeah um but i think they need to not Mm -hmm. talk anymore definitely need to not get back together and i said this when i first watched that season but i think micah is probably like a nice fun girl Mm mm-hmm I think, look, I, I'm a shit talker. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean what we're that here I'm for. not a good person. Yeah. And I feel like Micah's probably the same way. Like, she, like, gets together and she, like, gossips with her girlfriends. But I think that when she's around someone like Irina, it brings out, like, a very petty side of her that yeah. can't let that drama go. And I feel like she needs to just completely separate from the show to be like her best self, to be healthy mentally, and I think she just needs to like not talk to Paul or his mom or anyone else from the show and just move on with her life so that she can be chill out, chill out. Yeah. I agree. I always liked Micah once mm-hmm. we got to the like end, like the together yeah. part. Um, yeah, I feel like at the at like the dresses and like the bachelorette party, like she was so friendly with the other girls, and I feel like when she was away from Irina, she was like she got along fine with everyone else, and she was like sweet to them. Yeah, especially like knowing that they had they were sharing this 
experience now beyond the pods, I think was like, I don't know. She just seemed a lot more genuine then. Yeah. Um, no surprise here. There was drama with Josh, Jackie, and Marshall. I will say good for Marshall. Him and Jackie ended on good terms. He had like a mature conversation with her. But then some not mature conversations happened mm-hmm. with Monica. So do you like remember when that was first like broke that Josh had actually gotten engaged on the show, but for some reason it wasn't shown? Yeah, I remember it because I thought like that was so crazy mm-hmm. because it made me think like, and and they kind of said it like it's normal for the show, yeah, for them to sometimes have engagements that don't get shown. And I was thinking like, why did I waste my time two seasons ago watching Kenny and Kelly's relationship pan out when it sounds like Josh's relationship would have made for good TV because obviously they broke up at some point and he ended up with someone else. Yeah. And so, like, I remember, I do remember that happening and I remember thinking, like, that that was so weird. Yeah. I also just, like, don't get it. Like, so when Josh and Monica got engaged, did they just say, like, sorry, guys, like, we already have five couples to film this other part so, like, you can just go home and be in a relationship or did right. they break up before it got to the trip part? Or d- were they on the trip, but they just cut them out of all the seat? Like, I don't understand, like, how they decide yeah. that and, like, what reason. Especially with the trip, that is weird Yeah, to like think about. I don't remember, did they, they go to Mexico? Yeah, like, were they just there, but they were the least interesting because they did a bunch of group stuff. So, obviously, they weren't there. Like, I just don't really right. understand yeah, I don't get it. And I I think I think this is like one of the things about reality TV is real, reality dating TV yeah. specifically. They're always trying to push on you like this system works. Yeah. Like look how successful it is. And if you have a sixth couple getting mm-hmm. engaged to be married, even if they didn't make it to the yeah. altar, make it very far, like wouldn't you want to at least film them at the yeah like couples retreat with everyone else like look at this big crowd of people we got together like i just i don't i really don't understand i yeah and and we've seen couples break up Mm -hmm. during the vacation irena and zach yeah i feel like either they had to have told them like no you can't come we have our quota or they told them or they broke up before it got to that point, and they were like, well, what's mm-hmm. the point in showing this if they're going to break up yeah. right after well, anyway? And, but And after the altar, they were, like, showing, you know, when they walked down the hall, they first see each mm-hmm. other. They were showing that scene with Josh and Monica, and I was, like, waiting for them to, like, break up then. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, are they going to see each other and immediately break up? Yeah, and that's, never mind. It, that's why they didn't show it, though that would have been mm-hmm. good TV. But then it doesn't seem like they did. So I don't really know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know there's, like, a couple weeks between that and when they go to Mexico. So maybe they had already broken up before they went on the trip. And then they were like, well, we're not going to tell people y'all didn't even make it to the trip. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, you did show the downfall of Zach and Irina and then showed Zach Mm -hmm. getting with Bliss. And you showed us the downfall of Marshall and Jackie and Jackie getting with Josh so, like, right. why couldn't it have been that, like, 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I just don't, it doesn't seem like breakups are the thing they're trying to avoid showing, so it's so weird. Yeah, and I think, like, I think on one hand, like, showing an engagement could be good for your mission, I guess, but, like, showing a breakup is good for your Television, yeah. I was gonna ask you, because I didn't watch, um, After the Altar, is Monica, I don't remember anyone that wasn't in a couple is mon is, do you remember seeing monica like is she, she someone they showed a lot in the pods Mm-mm. maybe maybe that's why maybe she just wasn't interesting in the pods and neither was josh and which is maybe why like maybe it's like the only reason we're showing josh is because we absolutely have to because jackie ends up with him right, after. he's gonna end up with yeah um and he's gonna be in like the reunion and stuff because of that but yeah. it's like i I just don't really get that because I don't, like, think, like you said, like, I don't think every couple on Love is Blind has been interesting. Like. Yeah. Like, I think. Like, Kenny and couple, Kenny and couple, Kenny and Kelly were long distance their entire engagement. Yeah. We didn't see them interact. Yeah. Which, like, that was, like, early. I don't really know. It's really weird. It almost just seems like. We have only booked five couple rooms for the trip. Yeah. Or we have, like, only planned for it to be five. And so, sorry, like, you cannot yeah. come. But Which then is it, silly. Because... But it also seems like once Irina and Zach broke up, couldn't you have been like, oh, and by the way, we actually had another couple right. that can take their place. <laughs> That's what I was going to say is, like, I think because... Irina and Zach broke up like they didn't know what was gonna happen with him and Bliss mm-hmm. like because Irina and Zach broke up like wouldn't you want to have another couple on retainer stand by in case and then you they could cut because, all the like, Zach and Irina scenes but they realized yeah. that was good drama so it's like why isn't Josh and Monica good right. drama I don't get that yeah silly so, even though we didn't get any through the season, we did get some drama with Josh, Monica, and Jackie in After mm-hmm. the Altar because Josh and Jackie felt that the way that Monica shared their engagement was messy. Um, so, apparently, that was Monica who kind of like when Jackie and Josh were getting a bunch of hate after Marshall, mm-hmm. um, Monica decided to go public with her engagement which is her prerogative um yeah her, half her story to tell and i think that i am missing part of the story obviously but i will mm-hmm. say she she came across not very genuine mm-hmm. in the show or in the after the altar part and deep tea and natalie who do the Out of the Pods podcast, who obviously weren't on that season, but know this show, um, they have just said that, like, in their opinion, like, she, so she kept claiming that her and Jackie are, like, best friends, and they were like, this is not what you do, you don't, like, show up on TV, and this is the first time you have this conversation with her, and, like, do this. And your best friends is the first time y'all have talked about this? You well, apparently, like Josh has like not really like doesn't want to talk to Monica, and thus like Jackie doesn't talk to Monica anymore. 
Which is like whatever, but yeah, like you would think you'd have a private conversation with her, not the first chance you get to be on television. Um, yeah. So it does kind of come across as though you did not get enough screen time on your season. You did not get acknowledged for being engaged like the rest of them. So you went to the tabloids and now you're like, ooh, I finally got a chance to be on the after show. Um, yeah. So it did feel icky. Um, though I will say, like, Jackie and Josh kind of always feel icky. The whole yeah, after the altar, you're like, do these people even like each other? <laughs> yeah. I think that there's always, like, some level of bullshit when it comes to reality dating or competition shows where someone is calling someone else their best friend. Yes. Because, like, you have just met this person. They're not your best friend. And I think that, like, to say someone was your best friend on that show. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one thing. But, like, you can't carry that, like, far after the show unless you maintain a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So, like, being like, we were best friends. Like, Mm -hmm. they, that y'all don't know each other anything. Yeah. You weren't really friends. Yeah. All right, before we move on to a long list of tumultuous relationships and breakups, I was just going to say I didn't realize that The Ultimatum came out with a new season, the straight version, but it kind of looks like it's, like, already over. So, like, there are already clips on their Instagram of, like, the reunion, so I need to watch that. Although it already seems much less interesting than Queer Love. But is, um, who's the host? It's Nick and Vanessa, I think. Okay, well, I was just... Yeah. Well, yeah. I assume Nick and Vanessa because they do the straight version, but I didn't know because they put that straight redhead lady on the white, on the queer version. So that's on, and I was going to say next season of Love is Blind is coming in September, mm-hmm. and Southern Charm is coming in September, and yeah. so there's some things happening. I am, I've been going back and forth on if I even want to watch Southern Charm because it's like only two original cast members left and they're both men. Yeah. And I only like one of those men. But I do want to see how things pan out with the like Olivia Austin Taylor Shep situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I am kind of excited that that's coming out. Also, I'm finally in the part of Summer House where Paige and Craig get together and where Sierra and Austin and Lindsay have their, like, drama. So I'm, like, kind of getting back into the Southern Charm people as I'm, like, learning more about them through Summer House. Yeah. And I'm going to start watching Winter House afterwards. So I'm excited to see Summer House. Or not Summer House. I'm excited to see Southern Charm. Great. Good work. All right, next up, long list of tragedies. Um, Mm -hmm. Rumors started swirling that Danielle M. and Michael A. have, from Bachelor in Paradise, have split. Mm -hmm. Then they all but confirmed the rumors when they both deleted all evidence of one another from their Instagrams. So I don't know if we should be expecting a statement or if that's the statement. (laughs) That makes me so sad. I kind of, like... They kind of gave me the ick, honestly, when they got together. I think because it 
it definitely seemed like a situation where they were hoping to find one another in paradise, yes. which always pisses people off. But it didn't piss people off because everyone they, like they wanted like, them together too. Yeah. yeah, and so they like they're like, oh, these people fit together so well, and I think that they did fit together so well. So it makes me sad because I feel like they were a really good couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never super invested in their relationship mm-hmm. because I felt like they could have just gotten together off of Paradise and it would have been fine. Yeah, I also, I did like them and I did like mm-hmm. hope the best for them. I didn't feel like either of them would really end up with anyone else from Bachelor Nation. However, it did begin to feel like the only thing they had in common was tragedy. Yeah. Um, so... And to be honest, though, that's Which could have just been editing. Yeah. On social media, that's kind of all he talks about. Yeah. So I do think that that's just something that is, like, important for him to be vocal about. Yeah. And probably, like, whatever else they have in common is something that he's more private about, I guess. Yeah. Um... So, Joe Jonas... I had this written originally... Rumors are swirling that Joe Jonas is getting a divorce from his wife, Sophie Turner, but those were mm-hmm. debunked because he's wearing his w- ring and she's at his concert. And then, haha, yeah. in my face, Joe Jonas is filing for divorce from his wife, Sophie Turner. Confirmed. Instagram official. Yes. They did release a statement saying that it was a mutual decision. Um... Rumors, though, are spreading. People are kind of saying that they're coming from his PR team, which is, like, mm-hmm. a whole mess. But rumors are spreading that Joe may have seen Sophie on their ring camera doing mm-hmm. or saying something that, like, led to or, like, solidified the divorce. Yeah. I had also heard people saying, like... Uh, the way people were saying it was they worded it really weird but basically people were saying that like sophie turner wasn't pulling her weight with taking care of their children mm-hmm, and like yeah. the way people were saying it was like that we shouldn't be like holding joe jonas up on a pedestal for taking care of his children because that's what dads are supposed to do mm-hmm. but then other people were like no we're not holding him up on a pedestal we're just saying his partner his spouse and the mother of these children is not helping him with it yeah like he's doing it on his own yeah um but i don't know how true that is mm-hmm. especially because their like statement was like that they're one team they're very mutual decision mm-hmm. that this was I can't imagine that it, it was a mutual decision where Sophie Turner was like, yeah, I don't take care of those kids, so <laughs> yeah, we should probably split up. And he was like, I agree. Yeah. Next update is on Lindsay and Carl. So Dumois reported that Lindsay has not left her apartment, is having trouble eating, and is incredibly heartbroken since the breakup. Um... They said that Carl ended the engagement on camera, but that filming had wrapped. So it's, like, seeming like a scandal, like, after the fact. Yeah. Camera's back up kind of thing. Yeah, I will... So I had seen that, too. Mm -hmm. And 
I had heard like kind of the same thing that she was blindsided and that he had basically like reached out to production of Summer House and was like, I'm going to break up with Lindsay. Yeah. You might want to film this. Yeah. Which is shitty. Yeah. Um, I also heard people saying like kind of the opposite and -hmm. saying that Lindsay is acting like she couldn't care less and that they both knew it was coming to an end and Carl was just like the one to officially pull the trigger and that him calling production to get cameras rolling was kind of like a, well, if you, if you know where we need to break up and you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it on camera. Like, kind of like she deserved it. I've heard both. Hmm. I think it's probably more likely that he was being a shithead. Yeah. And that he blindsided her. Um, Especially, like, watching Lindsay and how badly she wants to be married and start a family. To Carl, watching... it seems. Yeah. I... I mean, I just got to the part where he got sober. And yeah, somehow, but I but, think, like, we like... so happy together. Yeah. In, like, all of their, like, preparation for this wedding. So, I don't know, like, what would have made him feel the need to break it off. But I can't imagine that she saw it coming. Yeah. I do have a hard time because I am not a Lindsay fan. And I... (laughs) God bless you. Thank you. And I love Carl. So, it's, like, hard for me. But I'm feeling... I'll wait and watch. But I am feeling like that's shitty. Like, I I don't know all the details, you know, but like, just like, I don't know. Dumping her on camera, like, just seems. Yeah, I agree. I I feel the same way. I typically don't like Lindsay, and I do like Carl. Um, Like I said, I'm in, I'm watching season five right now. So this is the season where Carl is, like, fully sober. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindsay is fully single. Mm-hmm. It's also the season where uh, we start the season with Lindsay telling Carl about her miscarriage. Uh-huh. And uh, Carl's, like, kind of being, like, the dad of the house. So I feel like they're both, like, a lot more mature in this season. And I kind of see where it's heading toward a relationship. And I think the fact that they are both more mature, it probably was a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm seem that way um so i yeah i don't know what could have happened or gone wrong but i think i think even if she did do something to piss him off i think calling production up and breaking up with her on camera is shitty regardless yeah because um i just don't see a good reason for doing that yeah so i'll read this to you our mom sent it so you probably already saw it but It says, according to Dumois, Carl had been seeing someone else during the engagement, and there was a pregnancy scare. This is all alleged and not confirmed. I don't know about that, because I think, like, people are so... People said Rachel was pregnant. Like, it's just, like, it seems really fast to say that, but it's also, like, Dumois usually knows their shit. Um, Yeah. But then it says, and this part's confusing me, it says, and the reason he waited until people couldn't bail out of the hotel was because of his paid partnership with the hotel, allegedly. I read, though, that they broke up just before the deadline to bail out of the hotel. So it was my understanding. I had read that it was too late. Oh, okay. What I had read was that it was only like a week before 
but I had thought that it was before. But that's even worse. I, what I had seen was like something that it was like too late to back out of pretty much any of it. And like that for like guests they're, they're going to be out a lot of money. Their families are going to be out a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, they already had a wedding shower. So people already bought them gifts. Yeah. And we, we know. We've seen it firsthand. What happens when you break off an engagement after you got gifts? It's really awkward. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's what I had seen, that it was just, like, like everything had already been finalized and there were no reimbursements that could happen. God, that sucks. And, like, yeah. if if that is true, if Sober Carl is proving to be, like, in it for, like, ratings, trying to, like, create mm-hmm. a second Scandal and in it for these partnerships, like... It's just incredibly disappointing to think that he, like, turned his life around to, like, almost, like, an opposite, like, I'm very straight-laced, but also, like, this is a business, this is a career for me, like, I'm just gonna do, get what I need out of it. Like, that sucks. Yeah. I was gonna say, when you said something about, like, that he may have been seeing someone, I was like, that's, like, old Carl shit. Mm -hmm. Like, he, like, literally, in the, like, summer between his brother dying and season five where he is completely sober like he changed so much mm-hmm. and so like it is like it's so disappointing and like frustrating to see it all get thrown away yeah yeah i mean i don't know yet if i believe that but i don't know and then it's like it does beg the yeah. question like is he still sober like is there right. something we don't know or it maybe he is still sober but he like finding other vices (laughs) i don't know yeah so okay next up olivia rodrigo's new album came out today speaking of which i saw that she spoke about theories that her song Mm -hmm. vampire Mm -hmm. with with the lines bloodsucker fame fucker bleeding me dry like a vampire is about theories that it's about taylor swift mm-hmm. so she spoke about this she did not technically deny it saying that she does not have any intention of ever telling people how or who her songs are about that she doesn't want to like pigeonhole mm-hmm. her songs in that way but mm-hmm. that she is surprised that people thought that i don't necessarily yeah. think that her not denying it means anything no i, I think she so. has that prerogative to say like y'all are being too simple-minded about my music. Like, it's not just about one person, and I'm not going to tell you who it's about, you know? Um, So I think that's, like, fine. (laughs) Yeah. What's weird is that Olivia Rodrigo used to be very open about being a Swifty, but people have pointed a few things out. First, that she did not go to any of the Eras Tour shows, or at least... What? And neither did I. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say it's a little different. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I Olivia it, Rodrigo can A, it. afford Taylor Swift tickets, and B, like, was probably invited. Like, all of these people were invited as, like, sponsored oh. show. You know, well, like, if fucking Taysha like, got tickets, she's then... Releasing- 
I was just thinking, like, she's releasing this new album, like, she's making all these music videos and stuff, like, is it possible that she really couldn't go? Yeah, sure, and I think that's, like, fair, um, but I do think that, like, the level of Swifty that Olivia Rodrigo is or was, um, it is, like, a little bit surprising that she would not have gone, and that's not to say that there's not a reason, I just, she... That's, like, how she got into music. So I just, like, would have expected that. Yeah. Uh, people also pointed out that, obviously, Olivia Rodrigo in the past had a feud with Sabrina Carpenter. Driver's License is about Sabrina Carpenter. I did not know that. Well, it's about her Josh Bennett or whatever his name is. I didn't. Oh, is that who he cheated on her with? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but now Sabrina Carpenter is, or was, the opening act for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour in all Mm -hmm. the Mexico City dates. So people have said, like, "Uh uh-oh, is that going to cause a problem for her and Taylor Swift? And since all of this, Taylor Swift has also stopped following Olivia Rodrigo on Instagram. So... That's some tea. There are some posts on X or Twitter saying that both Haley Williams from Paramore and Taylor Swift had lawsuits settled with Olivia Rodrigo regarding mm-hmm. like similarities to their songs. Olivia Rodrigo admittedly, I don't know if she admitted this before or after it became a legal thing, but she has like admitted that she used actual portions of Cruel Summer in her song Deja Vu. And it is said that eventually she gave Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff, quote, quiet credit. Um, Yeah. So I'm not sure all the details of that, but it's not pretty. I saw something today today that uh, people are thinking she might have another one of those lawsuits on her hands because her, the song that dropped today sounds a lot like, um, a Miley Cyrus song mm-hmm. from the Disney Channel days. Okay, um, I think I think that's all really interesting. I I think that all of the things about Sabrina Carpenter and Taylor Swift are fair. Mm-hmm. I think it's very possible that she doesn't like Taylor Swift anymore. That mm-hmm. she's pissed off that Sabrina Carpenter got invited. Okay, whatever. I don't think Vampire is about Taylor Swift. especially because there's a part where she's like girls your age know better and she dated a man who was pretty significantly older than her Mm -hmm. right before she started writing this album so I'm pretty sure it's about him unless she means girls Taylor Swift's age yeah 32 year old women know better than to be friends with Sabrina Carpenter or know better than to do anything else we don't know what it's about Uh, but but yeah I don't think it's about Taylor Swift either yeah, I think that's who the song is about. Yeah. It's about whoever that guy is. Yeah. Sabrina Carpenter also caught some heat on TikTok for one of her nonsense outros. From at the air store? store? Yeah. Where she said pussy. Do you want to hear it? Huh? Where she said pussy. Well, it was like the fact that she said that she looks like a nina. Uh, and then said. Okay. Come put something big in my pussita. Okay. People were saying that, like, that's not appropriate to compare yourself to a child. Oh. And then say, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah, a couple people pointed out on TikTok that it made them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Other people were like, y'all are reaching, like, she's she's supposed to be saying nonsense. Yeah. She's just trying to rhyme. Yeah. I think, I think, I'm sure she was just trying to rhyme, but some people just didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I love nonsense. I do, too. I... I go on TikTok every day and yep. I watch the nonsense outros and mm-hmm. I'm just having a, a good old time. Yeah. I also love Olivia Rodrigo though. Yeah. And like, that's what I was going to say is like, it kind of makes me sad if this is like a true feud. Mm-hmm. I think that Olivia Rodrigo, obviously mm-hmm. like if she is truly like stealing people's music, then like should mm-hmm. be held accountable. But I also just think like these are her inspirations. Um, yeah. And so like writing songs that sound like our childhood songs or like like our teenage bops, like I don't think is that problematic or like indicative that she can't yeah. write her own music. Um, and I do really like her music and Sabrina Carpenter. And obviously we love Taylor Swift. So like, I don't know, but... It makes it me also makes a me little sad, sad if like if like two women are in a feud over stupid a man boy. who did something stupid and then doesn't even like girls anymore anyway. Josh Bennett, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't even know who he is. So, but he was he was on the High School Musical show. Yeah, no, I know that's where she met him. I just um, the LeBrant child. Uh huh. Everyone. Yes. Um, came out with a song called Like Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's It rough. sounds like any song that was ever produced on Dance Moms. Yeah, it sounds like Friday yeah. by... Yeah. What's her name? Um, she, this little girl, I think she's probably like 11 or something now, is getting absolutely fucking wrecked on mm-hmm. TikTok. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you aren't a songwriter if you just string together names of someone else's songs. I agree. That's true. But I will also say, I think if it were any other child... We would just be like, oh, cringe, but it's a kid. We'd be like, oh, that's such a terrible song, but not making fun of her on the internet. But because it is the LeBrant child, yeah, people are like, fuck this kid. Yeah. Like, they're, like people are like being like really mean about it. Yeah. Do I like the LeBrant family? No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. But also, she's a little girl. She probably thought it was really cute. Her friends probably got so excited when she was like, do you want to be my music video? Mm-hmm. And people are like, she's just... Like, other people are pointing out, they're like, she shouldn't even know the song Cruel Summer. Why? I'm like, okay. They're like, he looks up grinning like a devil. She shouldn't know that song. Oh! Uh... Okay, she doesn't fucking know that. Yeah, come on. She does not know that. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. I play that song in my classroom every fucking day. Yeah. All my kids are singing it. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think for someone who is 11, mm-hmm. writing a song that's just the name of someone else's songs is cutesy. Yeah. For someone who is Olivia Rodrigo, you need to stop making songs that sound exactly like everyone else's songs. Yeah, fair. They're good. They're clutchy. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta stop at some point. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Taylor Swift, folks. Fun! At the filming of the Vanderpump Rules finale, someone 
who is not a cast member, threw a drink on Tom Sandoval and then tried to swing a chair at him. Also looks like Katie and Joe are going to fight at the finale. Someone needs to offer that person a contract for season 12. I also don't know how they did not see that coming. Like, just because, like, Lala and Katie and whatever agreed, like, this is our job. We'll be nice to him. We'll film with him. People in the world are pissed. So why are you going to hold this event, like, just at a random public place? Like, I don't understand how they... Yeah. In that first scene of this season that got leaked, where he's having, like, a verbal altercation with someone in TomTom... And then now it's, like, Mm -hmm. in the finale episode, so it's, like, patrons are annoyed. Yeah. Obviously. So... And they're they're gonna try to, like, spin it where he's in his interview, and he's, like, I'm getting so much hate for this one bad thing I did. Hero edit again. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner officially debuted their relationship at the Beyonce concert. Not that we didn't all kind of know, but it was cute. That's so funny. They was kissing. What? I Just think they're them? the weirdest fucking couple. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 I, our longest section is somehow the small section. Mm-hmm. The smallies section. Told you. Have you, hot what do you think today? Of, yeah. What do you think of the rumors about um, Taylor and Joe potentially being back together? I've not heard them. You haven't heard those? Yeah, so there's rumors that Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn are back together. Um, People are thinking that they may have reconnected at Jack Antonoff's wedding. Okay. Um, That Joe may have been there and they, like, talked or whatever. People are saying that she's wearing a bracelet he bought her again and that he's wearing a ring she bought him again okay that he that they had both stopped wearing those when they broke up and now they're wearing them again um people are pointing out he did like a photo dump on instagram and people are saying that some of the photos are like easter eggs which like i know our girl does easter eggs i don't know that joe alwyn does easter eggs but there's like a picture of just a picture of ivy there's there's a couple there's a picture of of Cornelia Street or something um <clears throat> there was another one that was like relevant to a Taylor Swift song that I don't remember there's also photos of Taylor Swift that people think is on Bond Street or Bond something that's mentioned in London Boy okay and um Joe Alwyn posted a picture or a video at a Bonnie Vare concert. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, also, rumors are swirling that Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson are back together. So you know, Woo! I am all up in that business. Yeah. Um, Louis posted a picture today of a dock with two pairs of swim trunks drying on the edge. Cute. Do you know who wears swim trunks? Boys. Boys. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got done with the breakup rumors. Now let's talk about the getting together rumors, I guess. Uh-huh. I accidentally caught the beginning of the challenge yesterday after I watched Big Brother. Uh-huh. And apparently Tyler and Alyssa that were that had been have been on Big Brother before are starting a little showmance. Uh-huh. Alyssa dated um, Kyle on her season 
of Big Brother and Tyler dated Angela. I find their showman's interesting because I think that Alyssa looks a lot like Angela. Yeah. So. A little bit. I don't know. Um, like, a, I don't know. She looks, she's very young. Maybe like a younger Angela. But Angela's not old. Yeah. Um, all right. And we have finally reached the end of the small section. Last thing I have to tell you is that a new Harry Styles song um, has leaked on TikTok. Mm. And it is so good. Um, I am praying it gets officially released soon. It seriously is so good. Good. It, would there ever be a Harry Styles song that I didn't say was seriously so good? No. But it is. Well. I One know. of my favorites. I believe you, I guess. <laughs> All right. It is not a good week for the Big Brother 25 house guests. Got some disappointing news. So, yeah. first, the internet is m- discussing Matt, saying that they are not mm-hmm. sure why viewers seem to like him so much. Now, this is probably because viewers aren't seeing these things that they're complaining about unless they watch right. the live feeds. So, among the complaints are that he called America a bitch, that he said that Taylor, the winner of last Big Brother season, only slept with Monty for the money, and he was recently heard quoting Andrew Tate. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I I was trying to figure out how to word this, of like why I think people like him so much. And I think, I think people like to root for minorities in the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. Especially because we fought so hard for them to be in the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Matt is a new kind of minority. Mm-hmm. And so I think that people are really drawn to him. And the fact that he is like the first deaf house guest. He's... I mean, really, I think he's the first disabled house guest of any kind. Like, physical, yeah. That, like, that like yeah, that, like, needs accommodations within the house. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that has drawn people to him, like, his story has. And so I think that's why people like him so much. But also, yeah, Big Brother doesn't show us this shit. Mm-hmm. They're also not showing us how awful Cameron is being in the house. Yep. He has been making America and Blue super uncomfortable. Um, they, like, got together this week, and they were talking about him. And they were going back and forth just saying, like, that they think he's really creepy. And they were sharing stories with one another. And America told Blue that she was talking to Cameron, and he made a comment about how there are no cameras or microphones in the jury house. And he told her that he can't control himself, which she interpreted to be, like, a way of him hinting that they could be intimate in the jury house and no one would know. She did, like, as she was telling this to Blue, she did say, like, I may have misunderstood him. I don't know for sure that that he didn't explicitly say that, so I don't know. But she felt like it was creepy, and I agree. I think that I don't know for sure if he said all of those things together or Doesn't if he said, like, matter. the jury house thing separate from the can't control myself thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's second-guessing herself. But I, I definitely think that he was being, like, he was, mm-hmm. like, insinuating something. Yeah. I think go um, with your gut, girl. Yeah. Like, 
blue to an America that what I just said go with your gut it's usually right is all yeah um so then blue tells America that I and I I do not I just like read this online I don't completely understand the context of the situation or like why this was happening but that Cameron was trying to give blue a pair of it said cut off short shorts so like I'm picturing like Daisy Dukes yeah. kind of shorts i don't know why he's trying to give that to blue i don't know like Are i really is? i literally don't know anything other than the fact that he did but yeah. she was like that made me uncomfortable too so i'm guessing it's not a situation where she was like cameron can i have those shorts mm-hmm. because she was like i was she said it made her very uncomfortable and just gave her like a bad vibe unless um, unless she so- said like can I borrow some bottoms or some pants? And he was like, yeah, you can only wear these, you know? Yeah. But I also like, can't imagine that she would have asked Cameron. Unless like she's doing laundry and she literally just like needed, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do. I, it's hard to know. I think, I think she would maybe ask Jared. Sure. Unless her and Jared's laundry were together. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I like yeah. to think he didn't just I, yeah, walk I agree. up and I, say. I don't know the context. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I don't know the context. I don't know if she initiated this conversation about shorts, if, like, what exactly happened, but she said that it made her uncomfortable. The The shorts that he offered her. Yes. Seemed, like, inappropriate to her. Yeah. Also, unfortunately, Jared called America the R word. So fans are calling for him and Cameron to be removed from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Matt was quoting Andrew Tate for, so I don't know that Matt has said anything that's like technically like an, a, an expellable offense. Like, yeah. Saying that someone slept for someone for money is, like, shitty, but it's just an opinion. Um, (laughs) And, like, I don't know. But given that Jared is the one who said about, what is his name? Luke? The guy at the beginning? Yeah. Mm -hmm. About Mm -hmm. Luke, like, no, he knew coming in. Like, we were told the rules. Right. Like, we were told what we can and can't say on the show. And so I think my assumption is that the R word, I don't know that they gave them an extensive list if they did, I imagine it was probably on it. Yeah. If they didn't... But, like, a slur is a slur. Yeah, if they didn't, then they should be smart enough to figure that out. So, yeah. that's rough. Yeah, I agree. I think they I think they should be removed. Here's my thing, and I've said this before about, like, Bravo. Mm-hmm. I think if you are trying to, like, set an example that, like, we do not tolerate this behavior, like, we're taking someone out because we don't tolerate this behavior then you have to follow through with that mm-hmm. for everyone. You can't just take one person out and be like, we did it. Yes. We didn't tolerate the bad behavior, mm-hmm. but then keep other people in who are making people uncomfortable or saying slurs um, just because, like, it's going to throw off your your weeks or something. Like, yeah. It does. I, I mean, you, like, you know. Sammy speculated that they did the power for Matt as a way to offset Luke being removed. Like, do that again. But, like, you can't... Should Luke have been removed? Absolutely. But you can't do that for one person and then not 
remove everyone else who does the yeah. exact same thing. Big brother, or like, you gotta yeah. expect the unexpected too, and like, right? Of course, like, because I think that, I think that the point of holding people accountable accountable for saying something like a slur is that it makes people feel unsafe. Yeah, and it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. So even if Cameron hasn't said something that like is explicitly offensive. He is making somebody feel unsafe. He is making somebody feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they have voiced that. Yeah. And been recorded voicing that. Yeah. So you need to honor that. Yeah. I also think that we're making, like, progress in reality television-ish in this way. But yeah. the progress cannot stop at, like, racism. Right. And it seems that, like, these... It just seems like, oh yeah, it just seems performative. That's the word I want. Yeah, I agree. When when you're only doing it because someone said the n word, because it's like, of course that's an easy one, right? Like we we will yeah. not have this white man on that said the n word in front of one of our black house guests, but also at all mm-hmm. because that looks bad. With Bravo, we will not have Stassi and Kristen on, although we will have Kristen back apparently. But we will not have them on because they called the police on this but black we'll woman. But we'll have Catherine Dennis on. So, like, they tr- they're they trying, but then it's like, how many people on Bravo, on whatever, have, on all these mm-hmm. reality TV shows, how many of these people have said, like, so-and-so is making me uncomfortable? I'm yeah. not even saying Ariana Maddox's brother did make those people uncomfortable, but that was never questioned. It's like all of these mm-hmm. things that, like, we cannot stop at, like, the N-word. Yeah. Jared does not get a pass because he's a black man to go walking around calling also a woman of color the R-word in right. 2023. He does not get to do right. that. So, yeah. yeah. I You know how I feel about Ariana's brother. I've I feel like I've said it several times how I feel about Ariana's brother. But, yeah, I agree. Like, and... Bravo, like, specifically confuses me because of, mm-hmm. like, the Catherine Dennis thing. But then they did remove someone from... They they cut someone out of all scenes in Below Deck because he had posted something, like, demeaning about women on Instagram. They, like, re-edited the whole show and cut him out. Interesting. Like, which is great. But, like, I just, like, yeah, they... I feel like... There are certain things within reality television that they are willing to do to prove their, like, solidarity to the communities that are oppressed, but they're not willing to do enough mm-hmm. to, like, mess up the show. Well, it's Like, if they, removed, if they removed three people right now from Big Brother, it would really throw off the show, and they're not willing to go that far mm-hmm. to yeah. show that they're good people but yeah. like just a little bit so that we're like not like super pissed at them yeah and, like, that's annoying and i think like people have been calling for cbs and big brother to change this for a while now for years mm-hmm. to change their casting so they kind of did that we got a more diverse cast to hold people accountable and it almost seems like oh look someone said the n-word we kicked them out hey look we've done our jobs yeah. and then the rest of the stuff, they're just not going to show us. And they're just going to hope that yeah. the people on the internet don't aren't loud enough. But they are. And, like, we right. all know now. And I think that, like, I was going to say, like, it feels like it also, like, comes in waves of what's um, mm-hmm. the most important 
social yes. justice issue at the time. Yeah. So, like, Rachel from Matt's season of The Bachelor torn mm-hmm. to shreds. Fair? Mm-hmm. Fair that she was torn to shreds. Eric, the next year, things are a little died down in the in society. And I would say in the racism was, like, worse. Yeah. But Eric... Especially because um, he knew what he was doing. I don't mm-hmm. think Rachel did. Do I think she needed to learn? Yes. Yeah. But Eric not only gets black, count, found out for blackface, but then has a whole other thing where he, like, only went on the show to get famous. So it's, like, twofold, and then we were just like, eh, whatever. Who cares yeah. about Eric? That's what you think. Yeah, so it's, like, I just... And that's also, like, the pressure of Matt being a black man and whatever, but mm-hmm. I just, like... I don't know. I want to believe... Yeah. We love reality TV, so I want to believe it's moving in the right direction, yeah. and then every time I'm like, y'all are fake as fuck! <laughs> yeah. I My most controversial Big Brother opinion is that they should have removed Julie Chin as the host. Yes. Sorry. When she was backing her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, she should have been removed. I still think that. I think her uh, love one another thing is ridiculous Mm -hmm. i think it's performative i think it's bullshit and i think like yeah we can expect them to kick someone out for saying the n-word but why would we expect them to kick someone out for making a woman uncomfortable when Mm -hmm. their host supports her husband who sexually assaulted people Mm -hmm. like of course they're not going to yeah and yeah i agree i think that it's i think that if Cameron had been making Blue in America uncomfortable a few years ago. Yeah. Maybe that would have mm-hmm. gotten him more in trouble. It's fair. Because it was a bigger thing at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's not the big thing. So. I agree with the Julie Chen opinion. I don't say it out Thank loud you. much, but I do agree. I, no, I, I keep it to myself. Yeah. Um. But I think it every day. Mm-hmm. Especially the doubling down by adding mm-hmm. Moonbez to the end of her name. Yes. That was fucking shitty. Yeah. I'll say one more thing on that, too, that, like, all these people from Big Brother, Derek Lavasser, mm-hmm. uh, Hannah Chada, they've all, like, come out and said, like, no one else could be the host except Julie Chen. Like, she makes Big Brother. And, like, I get that, being on the show that you have yeah. this, like, connection. I've watched Big Brother Canada. Their host is fun as hell. So... To act like nobody else could do that job is a little yeah. absurd. But ask I digress. The bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> they struggled a little, so maybe don't ask the bachelor. Jesse Palmer is not really yeah. <laughs> But I think that I think the people who lo- I don't think anyone like stopped watching the show because of Chris Harrison. Sure. Leaving. Yeah. Like I don't think anyone was like, oh, I'm not gonna watch The Bachelor anymore because Chris Harrison's gone. Yeah. Alright. We are at an hour, so I'm going <laughs> to keep us moving. Sari tried to get the house to vote Jag out instead of Red, all because her dumbass son has compromised their games by running his goddamn mouth. Jag is now starting to not trust Sari, as well as could be piecing together at least that Sari and Jared are talking or working together. It could mess up their secret. I 
certainly did not want Jag to go home, but I did think, like, this is what Big Brother is for. This is gameplay. She literally said, like, I gotta tie up my loose ends, so sorry, Jag's gotta go. Um, I kind of love some cutthroat gameplay. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would love for the cutthroat gameplay to be that she gets her son out, but I will not... Not hold that my would breath. be so funny. Well, what's his name? Like she did? finds out that he said that about America, and she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, isn't that what she target them? Dick or whatever the guy did, evil Dick. He like took his daughter out. Uh, yes, but yeah, the that was the season of, of like enemies, and yeah. he and his daughter had not talked for several years, so oh, that's yeah. not not the same. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see some various thoughts on Ceri's gameplay online. It is interesting that no one has seriously floated around the idea of getting out the person who has played in all of these other reality TV show games and done Mm -hmm. exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. People on the internet also wonder if perhaps she is misreading how to play a little bit because Survivor only lasts about a month and Big Brother is a much longer game at 100 days and they think is she creating too much chaos for a longer game i wonder is she creating just the right amount of chaos for a longer game yeah. i don't know yeah i agree i think her gameplay is interesting but i honestly feel like a lot of it has been her trying to save jared's ass mm-hmm. and so i feel like i feel like I feel like her gameplay is good mm-hmm. until Jared fucks something up and mm-hmm. she has to get him out of it. And that's when it becomes chaotic. Mm-hmm. I And I think that what would be best for her game yeah. is to separate from Jared. Yeah. Because, like, she is... I feel like everything she is doing is to protect him mm-hmm. yeah. from himself because he's acting like a fool. Yeah. So, Red ends up evicted... There's some weird suspicion about Corey's vote this week. I did actually Mm -hmm. see the clip, and I have to agree Mm -hmm. that this is what it looks like. Viewers feel very confident that Corey's mouth says Jag, but the sound comes out as red. Mm -hmm. But this is confusing to me because it's live. So I thought to myself, well, maybe it's not anything like sneaky maybe he said red or like said jag and then like messed up and was like never mind and they were like let's cut that and just make it concise but it's live so like Mm -hmm. they couldn't do that either so i'm just like confused i don't know i also like it doesn't really matter uh i mean like i mean it does like in the grand scheme of like the eviction no right but it would be weird if like the count is off Um, Yeah. And, like, why would they want us to think that? I just, that's so weird. Yeah, I do agree that that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, Cameron wins HOH again, and in a twist from the Humiliverse, everyone is a have-not except for him. So who are we expecting he'll go after? Do we think it's just going to be Blue and Jag again? I think... If he's heard anything, it'll be America and Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he has heard anything. I'm thinking Jared and Jag. Okay. 
just since Jared just got read out and just put Cam on the block after yeah. he specifically asked him not to, I think that's an easy target and an easy reason to target someone. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he'll do Jared in blue and try to get out of showmance. Maybe. And then some random live feed updates. So apparently Thursday night, Jared asked Blue if he proposed on finale night, would she say yes? And she said that she would. Mm-hmm. Until she He's finds right. out what he said about America. About her bestie. Yeah. Uh, the legend part of Legend 25 was apparently named after Red's kid. So Felicia suggests mm-hmm. maybe they should not use that name anymore. Yeah. I think, one, that's funny because Felicia knows it's not a real alliance. So why does it matter? Yeah, but Cameron's um, HOH, but, so uh, she's like, this is my alliance. This is my true yeah. alliance. <laughs> I also think, I think that's a good idea if they're doing it to, like, be respectful of so. Red's family and their privacy. I I can't imagine that Felicia is, like, trying to be petty. Mm-mm. So I think that I think, yeah, that now that he's not in the game, we don't need to call it that. Um, So I think that makes sense. Yeah. Also, apparently for the everyone is a have not thing, they all have Mm -hmm. to sleep in the have not room, but obviously there aren't enough beds. So they Mm -hmm. said they have to like rotate. And so they were just saying a lot of the live... They, like, explained it during the HOH. Yeah, they said a lot of the live feeds was just them like working out the schedule. But yeah. also, my question is, like, do all the beds have to be full at some time? Like, are people going to have to I do more than so. once? Okay. I think they, I think the way she said it made it sound like everyone has to sleep in, every bed has to be filled. I think everyone has to be sleeping in there at some point, And that, like, they, they have to, like, evenly, they have to try to, like, evenly split it. But, and during HOH, they were, like, arguing over, like, who's going to get the cheese bed, who wants the swinging bed, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Alright, last little section, Mary. Take it away. Yes, I'll try to be fast. Um, below deck down under. Under? I went down under. (laughs) Nope, that's Scottish. (laughs) Um. Below deck down under. Uh Uh-huh. Was all over the damn place this week. Um, so I wanted to kind of like touch on everything and then get to when I get to the end I'm going to talk about something that we've talked about before with Blow Deck Down Under um but first Adam got fired which was sad because we like Adam he's the guy from New York um who was sexually assaulted by Laura Mm -hmm. but he took it like a champ he was like so sweet about it but essentially, he dropped the anchor incorrectly, and Captain Jason decided that it was too dangerous to keep him on, and he let him go. Adam was disappointed, but he understood completely. Basically, what Captain Jason said is the way that Adam let the anchor down, like, somebody's finger could have gotten caught in the chain, and that he just didn't feel comfortable keeping him because Adam has let the anchor down before and he knows that and he's like well that's how I let it down on my other boat and he's like I can't risk you mixing that up again yeah um so he's replaced by Luca not Luke Luca yes who's quote like a brother to Aisha 
but has also fucked Aisha's sister. Mm. Really so like fun. a brother in law. Mm-hmm. A guest on the first charter trip of this week had a seizure. Um, and he went to the hospital overnight, but was back the next day. And the crew was really good about it. His friends were super helpful because they said that he has had seizures before. So, like, his friends knew exactly what to do. They were able to get someone there quickly. Um, but afterwards, Aisha was very upset because it reminded her of her brother's death. Mm-hmm. And the guests were kind of having to, like, comfort her because she was crying. Um, so, it was sad. But yeah. They handled it really well, and he came back the next day, and he was like, I really didn't even need to say I was fine. Then Culver asked Jamie to be his girlfriend in a check yes or no card. Okay. She said yes, but she admitted that she hated the card, and she really didn't seem into, like, how fast things were going. She didn't seem into being his girlfriend. She didn't seem into the card or any of it. She pointed out they've only known each other for two weeks. Yeah. And she said this is, like, not normal for her. Culver also told her that he hadn't asked someone to be his girlfriend since elementary school. So he decided to ask her in the same way he did it in elementary school? Right. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, that's how you ask people to be your girlfriend. I remember from last time. Yeah. Good. And she was like, this is fucking ridiculous. She gets mad at him during the crew night out because apparently on each crew night out, one person pays the whole tab. Mm. For like just like and they just take turns paying the whole tab and it like like evens out enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and Culver has not done it yet. Yeah. So the crew is encouraging him to pay. They're also pointing out like this is you just ask someone to be your girlfriend. Like this would be a really good gesture to show her like you're paying like a date. Um, but he refuses to pay it. So Jamie has to pay for a second time. This is the second time now that she has paid for a crew night out. Nice. And he hasn't done it at all. Then when they get back to the boat and she wants to spend time with him, he wants to have a guy's night. Oh, great. They do have sex later, but she's mad at him beforehand. Yeah. Zarina and Joao are, like, officially an item. She's very nervous because of his history with her friend. Um... But they're so cute together. I know they're not together anymore because Joao has been very public about his new girlfriend. But they they mesh really well. Um, the next set of guests is a hot fucking mess. So it's a girl's trip. The, the charter before was a guy's trip. And they point out how different it is between a guy's trip and a girl's trip. That the guy's trip was really chill. And the girl's trips are usually a lot of drama. So... One guest specifically is lactose intolerant, but she forgot to put it on her preference sheet. Okay. So she pulled Zarina aside and told her, like, hey, I'm lactose intolerant. And she explained to her, she was like, I can't eat dairy because I have this medication. And when I'm going to have a lot of dairy, I just take more of it. Mm-hmm. And when I'm, but if I am not going to have a lot of dairy and I take a lot of it, it could also make me sick. So, like, yeah. I just want to know. Like, how much dairy so I can prepare for my medicine? And she's like, just give me a heads up. And Zarina was like, that's totally fine. I can do that. Yeah. And Zarina was, like, literally, like, so chill about it. But this sends her friends into a damn tizzy for some reason. Okay. They're, like, losing their minds. One of them is screaming at her that she isn't really lactose intolerant if she takes medicine for it. 
Okay, so 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 what is she taking medicine for then? What they gave her the medicine for? Yeah. You're not really she's depressed like, not like if you take antidepressants. Yeah, she's like, you're not lactose intolerant because you take medicine that makes it to where you can eat lactose. And she's like trying to explain it. She's like, you can drink lactate. And she's like trying to explain to her. She's like, lactate is for people who are lactose intolerant, first of all. Secondly, that's why I have the medicine. Mm-hmm. Because, because I, I want to eat those things. tolerate it and very I well. <laughs> right. This is helping me tolerate it. Um, then the same woman who's like yelling at her tells her that no one wanted to room with her and that they all drew straws for who was going to have to share a room with this girl because nobody wanted to. Sad. She's just like screaming, screaming, screaming. And the girl is like, she's like literally like so calm about it. Like she's like, that's not, I don't think that that's true. I don't think that no one wanted to room with me. And, like, the other girls are like, you have to stop. And she's like, I'm the only one who's willing to tell her the truth. Mm -hmm. And they're like, can you shut the fuck up before you ruin our trip? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't like her. I'm not going to shut up because I don't like her. And she deserves to know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, But here's the biggest thing. Okay. So Luke texts Margo. Remember Luke? Mm Mm-hmm. Bad man. He texts Margo. And he tells her that he wants a chance to explain himself and to talk to her and asks that she call him. Okay. She ignores the text. She read it in her interview um, and basically just said, like, I want you to hear my voice about this. Please call me. She just ignores it. Um, But she says that it's super triggering and it's kind of like the first time that she's feeling all of the emotions from the situation. Like she said, like everything kind of happened so fast before that she had, it hadn't really set in. And like now that she's getting this text, because also like she wasn't, she was not conscious for this situation. She did. She didn't actually interact with him in a memorable way. And he was, he was fired before she woke up the next morning Mm -hmm. so this is like the first that he's contacted her or like tried to talk to her about it um so this is when she starts drinking and we talked about this before that the previews made it look like she was developing a drinking problem this is all in one episode though okay we thought it was kind of spread out throughout the season that she's like progressively drinking it's just this episode that it all happened so she and Aisha had made pina coladas for the guests and Aisha was with her. They poured the glasses and then they delivered them. And when Aisha came back, the leftover pina colada <clears throat> from the bottom of the blender was completely gone. Okay. Aisha says there was quite a bit left. So she's like, it's on the sink. It's on the blender. If you drink it, you drank kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. And so she tells Margot, she said, you smell like alcohol. And then she tells her that she seems tipsy. And she asks her, like, what happened to the rest of the pina colada? Margot tells her she did finish the pina colada, but it really wasn't a lot. Like, she's like, it was barely, there was barely thing left in the blender. Aisha's like, mm, that's not true. Aisha tells Captain Jason 
but she does tell him that she feels like Margot is going through something and that like she doesn't necessarily want her like to get in trouble for this mm-hmm. but that she's concerned so he calls Margot up um and asks her about it Jason calls Margot up and asks her about it and she is like very embarrassed she is very apologetic she tells him that she knows she shouldn't have done it and he tells her he's like look if you need to taste a drink to make sure that it's made correctly for the guests that is one thing but if you take it beyond like one sip like that is where we have to draw the line because like it is against maritime law yeah you can't do that um and she tells him she's and he's like if you do you need to like go down for the night do you think you can still serve the guests? And she tells him that she genuinely does not feel like she is in dr- like drunk at all, like even the slightest bit. Mm-hmm. Like she really doesn't think so. He he says he's got to like think over what he's going to do. So the next day, he decides not to fire her because he said this is the only issue he's ever had with her. And he said like she was so apologetic about it. Like he knows it's not going to happen again. Which, I'm happy he didn't fire her. Mm-hmm. But, my, what I wonder is, should Adam have gotten the same second chance, same benefit of the doubt? Is it different because what Adam was doing was potentially physically dangerous for other crew members? Or, like, that was Adam's, like, first time, like... Having an issue, should he have gotten a second chance too? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either because I think, like, I don't know enough about anchors and stuff. Yeah, um, I agree. I think part of what weighs into it is that it seems that for Margot, this is something that is happening because of what she's going through. Right. And for Adam, it seems like Captain Jason's fear is just like, you were trained to do it one way, which is not the way I would like you to do it, and I don't want you to get it mixed up and hurt someone. It's not about, like, Adam was going through something that day and accidentally put Mm -hmm. the anchor down wrong because he was distracted and because he had been assaulted. You know what I mean? Like, I know he did go through... The, like the same thing as Margot or similar, um, but it didn't like affect the anchor the way that yeah. like this. So I, I don't know. I mean, sure, I, I, I kind of do think he should have gotten a second chance, but I also don't run a boat and like know how big of a difference that could make. You know? Yeah, Jason. Like, so he like originally with Adam like pulled Joao aside and told him that he was uncomfortable with what had happened with. Adam and the anchor and that he was seeing that Adam was like very inexperienced and Joao was like very defensive of Adam um when he talked to Adam about it what basically what Adam said is that this is Adam's first time on this kind of ship mm-hmm. and that on the other kind of ship the the anchor is different so you are supposed to let it down a different way. Like, not, like, just that he learned it the wrong way, but, like, that he... And he does know the difference, and he's done it before, but he said that he just... He got up there, and he was thinking about how to put the anchor down, and he just remembered the other way. 
and and so i think that like i think that a lot of it had to do with his experience in general maybe and then luca who they brought on is actually like considered a lead deckhand Mm. which is like a step down from bosun and captain jason is like very thrilled with how experienced he is so i think that that's like a big part of it too with adam is that he just was like uncomfortable with adam's level of experience yeah and like this was kind of like the breaking point of that last thing i want to say is that margo decided not to tell anyone about the text because she said that the day everything happened was so hectic and uncomfortable and upsetting for everyone that she didn't want to make anyone feel like that again yeah which i also think is a big part of it i think if she had been able to talk it out with someone i think she would have felt more clear about everything but she was like really trying hard to like keep it in and i think that was like a big part of why she was like drinking and like trying to like relieve stress on her own yeah that would make sense yeah that's all good work this was supposed to be a short episode yeah it was but i think it was fun it was we shooted a good time the shits i i think that's my favorite kind yeah All right, folks. Cherry says bye. 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 Next time on The Housewife Did It, Mary will tell Katie the story of the murder of Arliss Perry and its potential links to the Son of Sam killer.